episode 532. Thank you all for listening to episode 531. Two different Americas. Part duh. I am Gray Hogan here with my co-host. Uh, Bear Taker. Cody DiBiase. Cody DiBiase. Cody, Mr. Dibidoski. Thank you to Wes Anderson for Mind Quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Songs by Wes. Thank you to uh, All Work Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Overline Podcast. Brandon will hook you up with that deal like he did the podcast, as he does all of us, as he did our company. We're giving out gifts to all our staff and either book bags, laptop bags, or totes. And uh, we're going to get about 300 of those. So thank you, Brandon. Thank you to... Grandisquani Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Um, Where would this have been at? Was this in Chicago? We'll go with Chicago. We'll go to the Rosemont Horizon. I assume where this was at. Sean. Thanks, Sean. Thank you to Paper Denim Art. Go to Facebook. Check out Paper Denim Art. See all the artwork that Danny has done for several of her clients and mention over the podcast. She's going to hook you up with a better deal than she already gives. Thank you to Great Key Merch, all your festival vending needs. Contact the parrot at 1-800-PARROT. Thank you to <laughs> Sparty Steve. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, make sure you get yourself over to datingtransformation.com and get that free consultation from consultation from Connell. Easy for me to say. When you mention Over the Line podcast, and in the meantime, get to Amazon.com and buy Connell's book, Dating Sucks, But You Don't. Man. Roddy the Piper is on with Gorilla Monsoon. Maniac. So, Bear... You know where we are. How far do we have to go? And we're doing a watch long today. We haven't done this in a long time. How far do we have to get on the peacock? 24 minutes and 15 seconds gets you to the interview with um, Ted Dibodowski's team. So 24, 15? 24, 15. We're there. I'm there. Oh, is that Mike Adamley? Oh, Jesus. Cody, you there? I am there with Sean Mooney. Sean motherfucking Mooney. Um, yeah, we're going to – we'll start with this. We'll just go over some stuff, and uh, we'll see what they say. We're, we'll, we'll go over what they're saying. We'll all start it off. Um. So, you're on Survivor Series, 1990, Season 4, Episode 1, 24 minutes and 15 seconds. Ready? Three, two, one, play. Look at Mooney with these fools, <laughs> hooligans. Honestly, hey, the real travesty is Greg Valentine's hair and all of this. With the black hair. <laughs> the jet black hair. <laughs> Dude's been blonde his entire life. All right, we'll bring the title in. Cody didn't get his. 
And Gray has the million dollar belt around his shoulder right now on Zoom while the million dollar man has his around his waist. So what's he saying, million dollar man? I don't know what he's saying. I don't have it turned up. <laughs> well, that's, got that's, what, that's why you're that's why you're gonna say it. What's he saying? You got the belt. Basically, I got a big tall some bitch that I'm bringing out. Sounded more like Steve Austin there. Begging. That's all I heard. I'm like, oh boy. Talking about hands and knees. Yeah, that's what he wants. Only the strong survive. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, honky tonk man. They were rhythm and blues at that time. I was about to say Valentine, man. I feel bad for him. Oh, here comes Dusty. I hear the music. Yeah. I don't see him. Yeah, there he is. American Dean. Oh, Dusty. Yeah. So where was Cody at this time? Is he born yet? Uh, What was this, 90? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cody was probably, uh, what? I don't think Cody was born yet. Oh, yeah, yes, he was. he was. I was born in 90. He's older than me. I was born in 86. Oh, well. Yeah, Cody Rhodes probably, what, 10? Ooh, the Heart Foundation. <laughs> Bretton, Bretton, Neidhart. Neidhart. Look at those lips. Hmm. <laughs> that uh, that hat Neidhart's wearing reminds me of what the Joker wore in Batman. Yep. <laughs> he's going to go mess up some art. He can go paint over some shit. Uh, look at, I always loved Dusty's head, all that blading he did. <sighs> yeah. It's like him and Abdullah the Butcher, man. Top top of the belated dead skin or whatever you want to call it. Is that Coco? Yeah, Coco. Yeah, Coco. The Birdman. Oh, I love it. And then also, man, to to further prove how much of a dickhead Ultimate Warrior was, the opening match to the Survivor Series were it was on the team, the Ultimate Warrior, Modern Day Warrior, Kerry Von Eric, and Legion of Doom, Roll Warrior Hawk, and Roll Warrior Animal. Ultimate Warrior comes out on the back of his trunks, and it says, The Only Warrior. <laughs> I can only imagine how well that went over back in the locker room when Hawk and Animal seen that. I'm surprised they didn't his ass. Right. Well, they probably did. It's a shame, though. There's nobody alive from that team to tell the tale. Hey, did did I ever tell you, you know, I got the million-dollar title. Did I tell you that my boss, you know, the owner of the company, because he's the money guy and I took over his position as CFO, I gave him a million-dollar title? Nice. Did he know what it was? Oh, yeah. He definitely did. (laughs) He's like, what's this now? What's this shit, pal? What's this <laughs> shit, pal? Who is um? Who's DiBiase? Look how small bring... that mic is. Who's gonna? Who's DiBiase gonna bring? How small the mics were. I forgot. Yeah, man. Back in the day, I good old quarter for... mics. I, I can't wait for this. Look at the size of that ham hock. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes out with Bruce, right? Yeah, brother love. Yep. From death, I just love when they like pan the crowd and they get all the kids' reactions as they do this. Yeah, um, Bruce. scared and shit. 
How coked up is Bruce right here? Oh man, he's probably be he gotta be sky high. To the moon. There's footage somewhere. I don't think it's on the net. Well, the network don't exist anymore. But there is, it might even be on Peacock now, where his debut match at Madison Square, and he came out as Kane the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Kane with a C. C it's like C-A-I-N, isn't it? Yeah. Spell it like the Bible. Yeah. It's just so funny, like him here, just barely any tats, you know? Right, full head of hair. Full head of hair. Look at these people. They're like, what the hell is that? I think he dominates his match, too, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, little, for a little, little while. Bit, but he, he doesn't. I know, I, if I remember correctly, he gets eliminated. He eliminates a couple. It's just such a good persona. Poor He's big. And, like, man, so watching... And he starts with Brett, two of the most iconic people yeah. in WWE. F. Like, the crazy part, this this little bit of time, I've been watching every Survivor Series. You know, like, you watch how not only the, like, WWE has evolved, but how wrestling itself has evolved. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, like, I kind of came to this realization that no wonder... Yeah, it's it's almost more popular now, but it's at the same time less believable because right. none of these jokers look like wrestlers. Right. Like the guys now, none of the guys now look like wrestlers. Oh God, Coco. Jesus. Yeah. You took his head off right there. <laughs> what the hell like, yeah. There's the tombstone, first tombstone from Taker right here. Yeah, and it was awful. Ooh. That was awful. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, it was not good. Yeah. His head looked a little low there too. Yeah. That might be the honestly, that might be the worst tombstone of his career right there. It wasn't his fault though. Coco folded like a cheap suit. Well, I think he had him a little too low, is what it looked like. Yeah, but he got him down. Because yeah. he used to just go down quick, and now he, you know, later in his career, he goes down super slow, and he's got their head high. You know, this is the thing, though. If you watch this, like, for the way he is, even though he's quote unquote not selling, he's still selling there. Yeah, like he still sells those shots. That's why he's the best. He probably is the best of all time, honestly. Who's that? Taker. I mean, just think about it. Yeah, young Shane McMahon down there in the corner if on the take, floor. <laughs> if you take everything into account, I think Undertaker is the greatest wrestler of all time. Longevity, matches, just everything. Staying in character, I think he would be the best of all time for that reason. Yeah, he's 
He's up there for a lot Especially, of people. He's not, if not, he's definitely most respected, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. I don't know, man. A lot of shit went down in that SmackDown locker room. He was supposedly the locker room leader. Which which one? What year? Uh, what? He was, uh, after he came back with, with Paul Bear. When JBL was back there getting punched out by Joey Styles. Oh, yeah. No one yeah. remembers those years because they were trash. <laughs> he was, you know, supposedly locker room leader. And that's when, I guess, while he was out here getting his little Peter wax by Michelle McCool, that's when all them women were getting sexually harassed and and Randy Orton was pooping in people's bags and, and whatnot. Hey, man, you got to poop. You got to poop. <laughs> hey, hey, man, it's, ribs are ribs. Pooping in bags, that is. Taker was coming off divorce, man. He just needed to get his. Don't blame him there. Yeah. That was, you know, locker room leader. So, obviously, he was leading the locker room in the, uh, everywhere else but to their own dressing room. Now, you know who's a real piece of shit? Honky Tonk, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's always been a piece. Look at that. Yeah, the Anvil Power Slam. Yeah, I didn't know Honky was out here doing the dirt. Man, Honky was one of the worst ones out there, wasn't he? I don't think so. Uh, that's that's what they say. I don't, I don't remember what he was doing. No, I think it, I think no, it's just in general. Like I think he was just an asshole. Oh yeah, like, just a bad it's person. Every like he was just a dick. Thinking yeah. everybody. Damn. Look at that. Look at that. The elbow. That whatever that boil or whatever that was. Oh, he goes away from it. That's so good. He goes to put the elbow up and DiBiase runs to the core. Like, that's good shit right there. Yeah. It's good shit there, pal. Yeah, Dusty wasn't in good shape, but who cares? It's Dusty, man. No. But even Dusty, even in that shape, looks like a wrestler. Yes, he did. You know? Like, he looks like an old wrestler. Now half of these dudes, man, look like you know, you go you go to you know, like we went to AEW, man. We stand in line with half of them wrestlers that wrestled that night. <laughs> well true story. <laughs> when I was in Dayton, half of them were in the bar. Asking right. me for advice. No, I'm just hey. <laughs> man, what do you think? Let's say then you give somebody a job application to <laughs> Well, I gave someone a job application, and then I gave them your resume for creative. They must not have called yet. No, nah, not yet. <laughs> the resume literally says, um, Cody has watched the last 11 Survivor Series. <laughs> That's right. Tell them I, I think I'm going to put on my resume, I have good things to say about AEW. <laughs> I haven't bashed them on Twitter or X yet. <laughs> yeah. I listened to Dave Meltzer. Oh, well, okay. eliminated yeah. him yet? Taker get thrown out yet? No, uh, no, Dusty, not yet. Yeah, Dusty and Debadoski are still in. Mister Debadoski, mm-hmm. man, calling spots out loud there, Ted. Man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jeez. Dusty sound for Taker. I like it. That's one person, I think. How about that, though? If you could, if you could pull anybody to be able to have a, I mean, you know, obviously you can say beer or just sit down and have a conversation with someone for like an hour for wrestling. Who would it be? Just talk about wrestling with them for an hour. Anybody, dead or alive. Huh. It's not man. Question. No, man, that's a hard question. Cause I don't know, man. I I don't know. I think Dusty would be a good. I'd like to talk to Dusty. He'd be I guess Dusty, maybe. Yeah. I don't know though. He might he might mess around, try to try to talk about himself the whole time. Nah, he kayfabe the shit out of you with everything. I don't think he'd give yeah. you a story or something, but I think he would have enough entertaining stories that you could just be entertained for an hour. Yeah, like everything would just every story would kind of revert back to him. I think I would you know? like I'd be I'd I'd listen though. Yeah. I I don't know, man. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of like the most neutral party. Oh, dude, I can he think almost of. slipped. Did you see that? Almost slipped off the rope. I was about to say he was just on that rope. Ooh, yeah. Dusty, Dusty takes the pin for him, man. With something yeah. on the top, and then he throws him out. Look at that, man. They did not respect yeah. Dusty, did they? Uh-uh. Yeah, Bruce threw him over the top. Greasy as could be, right there. Was what was Bruce doing at this point? What was his position? Oh, he was helping with creative. I think he was creative. Yeah, creative. Yeah. So, who did you say, Bear, you would t- sit down with? I would like Dusty. If I had to pick one, man. I'd probably sit with Flair, man. I just want to hear the stories. Oh, no. Flair seemed like he'd just be too full of shit. Yeah. If I, I don't know, pick... but I could believe a lot of it. I think, um, if, I think if. If if I could get someone to open up, like if I knew that they were gonna tell something, it'd be Macho. I think Macho would be a good one to sit down with. Look, listen here, brother. You but, don't know what they did to me. Man. Well, that's what I'm saying though. I'd have yeah. to get, you know, because he would be so off topic of everything. If you could get less no kayfabe macho, like, hey man, what happened with all like what ha- I, I think you could get a lot out of macho. That'd be my guess. I like Macho. I can sit down with him. Macho man be good. Oh, he's oh. oh rolling up. Ooh, look at that. His shoulders are up. Shouldn't have counted that three. <laughs> because it's because his uh, if he had blonde like hair, black you know, hair, yep. yeah, black yeah, black hair. That's what. That's the problem. I don't know, man. I probably had to go maybe, uh, maybe Teddy Long mm-hmm. or. Since he's right. been, you know, like, I'd probably long. sit with Paul Heyman. I would sit with Paul Heyman. Well, Paul would be good. Oh, maybe. I feel like he would bullshit me too. I don't give a shit. He'll make you because, like, when he does his shows, which I think are great, he's like, "Did Brock hit him or did he not?" Well, yeah, I ain't got time for that shit. Think. I ain't got time for that shit. Oh, if I'm gonna ask you a question, bro. man, I asked you, you know, if I ask you a question, don't give me that. Did he hit him or did he not? And then I just say, hey, look, look here, fatty. You go ahead. Yeah. Go on, fatty. Hey. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. Damn. 
call him Arbuckle too. Hey, I would ask you what the hell was he thinking with the with the hat and ponytail? Like, come on, man, what is that all about? Right. Look like the sleaze bag porno producer. Maybe that's, I think what, that's what he was for. going for, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on in ECW. Yeah, people were getting paid nothing. Yeah, and see, that's where I don't think he would tell the truth about that stuff, man. Just, I don't know. So, Cody, were you watching WWE at this point? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was I was watching both at this time. And and say around this time, you know, this is what 90. Rips that move into the turnbuckle is so good. Chest yeah. full speed. Such a good move. Oh yeah, dude. At this point. I was asking every month, once a month, to go to Richfield Coliseum. I had no clue where, at that time, had no clue where, you know, Richfield Coliseum was and how far away it was, you know, from Sandusky. I just knew it was Ohio, and we had to go. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they were there like every, it was every month, dude, they were there. Shit, man, now I see him on the screen. I wouldn't mind having, sitting down having drinks with Shane. Yeah? I think he'd be, what the hell was that? <laughs> Brett trip over his knee, what the fuck was that? Uh, that's good. Look at that fake. Oh, I love it. That's See, that's wrestling, man, right there. That's right. So good. Two. Yeah, but you got to think. I mean, look, Shane's in this. Like, Shane has seen everything. I don't say, man. Shane's seen it all, Shane. man. Oh, on the, the floor. Front. No, no, no. He's the referee on the floor. Shane is? Oh, yeah, shit, he yeah, is. I see him now. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's that's yeah. You know, I mean, he's seen, seen damn near everything, man. You know, between like him and Teddy Long and, and Jim Ross, like that's what I want to sit and have drinks with. And JR, he don't have no filter at this point in his life. Him must try to give you all the business. He would tell you everything. Literally everything. And, yeah. And wouldn't give a damn neither. Oh, look at that. Oh, DiBiase catches uh-huh. the right fuck. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's so good, man. That's so good. Like you can mess around and get the history of wrestling between Jim Ross, you know, and and, and sitting there, man. Sitting there with, with a couple of drinks. Hey, listen, JR, man, we're gonna go to Longhorn, get us a couple of steaks, a couple of Moscow mules. A couple of Crown Royals, yeah, he did the trick. Yeah, he would tell you everything, I think. No holes barred. You know who else would probably be really good that no one would ever think of? Kevin Jeff Jarrett. Kevin Dunn. Uh, I mean, he's seen it maybe. all. Maybe. Uh, he knows where the bodies are buried. That's exact. But would he tell you? 
I don't know. I'm just saying, you got to think in this hypothetical scenario I just put out there. Yeah. Let's tell you. Wouldn't I? Yeah, like who's going to tell it? Yeah, like who would be the one to tell it? I don't know. You know who I think would tell it, honestly? Just off the simple fact that nobody could beat his ass. One Mr. Gerald Briscoe. Yeah. True. I think he I think he might mess around. Cause I mean he's gotta know where some bodies are buried. Oh yeah. No doubt. No doubt. See the thing is like talking to people like here as we roll into uh the shower scene, it looks like with Jake Snake Roberts. Mean oh, Gene. How about Sean that? Mean Michaels. Gene. I didn't think about that. I mean Gene now. That would yeah. be to sit down and have a beer with. Yeah. He would give it all. And I bet he, oh, yeah. he would just be a riot to drink with, man. Yeah, he'd tell it. He'd be telling the story. He'd be telling it all. And you got to think of all the time that he spent in the wrestling business, too. You know, from the AWA and then going to WWF. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be the type of stuff I want to hear about. Like, how, you know, how, how'd they get you, man? How'd they get you to jump? What happened? Hogan. Money. Jesus Christ. Jake the Snake's like basically one with Hogan, right? He's given that snake a concussion. That's the ball. Yeah. Well, I mean, this was when the AWA was starting to fold up. And Hogan pulled him. And well, Hogan is already gone by then. Uh he probably well, I mean, he left with a whole lot of guys from AWA. You know, in the late eighties. Around that time, hell, Rick Martell came from AWA. Uh, I think Bobby Heenan at that time. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter was coming from AWA. Um, shit, the Rockers. Mm-hmm. Um, man, there's a few dudes, man. I think like Billy Jack Haynes, Black Bart. So, you know, power and glory. And underrated tag team. And then there's the Warlord. Yep. He was so great. The Warlord? That was a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all them dudes, man, all them dudes look like wrestlers. Like, they look like, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, kind of like the Clippers, you know? Like, just because the Clippers are ass, don't mean they can come to the Y and just bust your ass. You know what I mean? Like they can still come to the Y. <laughs> I would I would hope that Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and James Harden could be right. me, you, and Gray in a three on three at the Y. Yeah. Yeah. You oh. know what I mean? But like, you know, like the uh what's the dude's name from the Spurs? Uh, um Matt Bo- is it Matt Bonner? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like dude was talking shit to him, talking about how he wasn't a starter in the league and shit like that. And my bar just like he proceeded to bust his ass. The worst person in the NBA could literally be any motherfucker in the YMCA any day of the week. Oh yeah, people like his levels, his levels to it, man. People don't realize that shit. Yeah, like the twelfth man, the twelfth man on that NBA bench can come and give you know your all state high school player come down bust his ass giving fifty. Real quick and leave without breaking a sweat. Yeah. No doubt. 
Yeah. I I can't believe. I mean, when people say shit like that, I just I find it hilarious. It is hilarious. Yeah. I want to say this was before Wrestle. What was this? This was after Jake got sprayed with the arrogance in his eye. Yeah, because he got the funky eye. Yeah, yes, yeah, he got the funky eye. But I'm trying to think when they had that blindfold match. Because Warriors got the title. Maybe this led up to the blindfold match. Uh, what was the blindfold match? WrestleMania 7, I want to say. Yeah, it was 7. So that would have been 92? Uh, I think 91. 80, no, 85 plus 7 would be 92, right? So, But WrestleMania 1 was 85. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 85, 86, 87, 89. Yeah, so it would have been then coming into this year. So it was coming in. Yeah. God, the Warlord was a monster, though. When he roared. Yeah, man. He couldn't put his arms down at his side, but he could look like he beat your ass, though. Oh, he could. You don't. He's one of those that he probably couldn't catch you, but you definitely didn't want to get a hold of him. You didn't want him to get a hold of you if he did. Right. Because yeah. I think the dude, the best part of watching these back now is listening to the commentary. And who was on for this one? Was it Monsoon and Hina? This was Monsoon and Piper. Okay. Yeah. So there wasn't a lot of, you know, I mean, Piper was just kind of overboard with all his stuff. But like, when you have like Jesse Ventura or uh, even like Mr. Perfect, underrated commentator, but there was a lot of times they had a lot of inside jokes and shit that they would say. And like now, thinking back, like, oh my God. That shit was in plain sight. Oh, yeah. Uh, People are, dude, I was... Uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, there wasn't... I mean, you know, there were uh, some dirt sheets, but they didn't have... No one was calling fucking Meltzer back, man. Right. And nobody was really paying attention to him. No. Not at all. And I watched, uh, damn, what Survivor Series was it? It might have been 95, either 95 or 96. And Mr. Perfect was going commentary with Vince McMahon. And when did Shawn Michaels get beat up by that Marine? So that 93, 94, something like that. Something like that, yeah. And it was, uh, you know, like Michaels had just came back and Mr. Perfect was on commentary and he was just going in on Shawn Michaels getting beat up by that one Marine. Because, you know, the, the story that they tell is Shawn Michaels got jumped by seven dudes, like seven Marines. Mm-hmm. And when in reality, it was one Marine that beat the fuck up out of him. Yeah. And Mr. Perfect was just saying shit like, uh, 
you know, Miss Vince McMahon would say, like, oh, he was Shawn Michaels is so resilient to to come back from a brutal a brutal beatdown from from multiple Marines. And Mr. Perfect said, Are we sure it was multiple? Or was it one that knocked him up that hit him so hard that he seen double? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's good though. That's great shit right there. So we had Taker's debut. We got this match going on. We intended to watch one. We got it in. So we got to thank those people. We wrap this shit up. Get about our merry way. Thank you to Wes Anderson, All Work Clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Candlebury Dating Transformation.com, Sparty Steve, Paper Denim Mark, Great Key Merch. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Yeah, make sure you watch a 76 Survivor Series in a row and you might break Cody's record. <laughs> What's your name? The Gobbledygooker. <laughs> <laughs>